0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers, to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I am going early now on Mondays because we are scheduled to have Todd Furman for gambling specials every afternoon. If you missed it on Friday, you know I hate to brag or draw attention to myself, but the gambling picks are white hot. We've gone four and two in each of our first two weeks with the OutKick six pack and our college football gambling picks went eight and three over the weekend to run our winning percentage through three weeks there to a robust 69%. I know, I know. Insert your jokes there. You can get up to a $1,000 no risk wager. Arizona is now live if you are watching there all over the country Iowa, Indiana, West Virginia, Pennsylvania Michigan, Tennessee uh, Virginia Colorado uh, and Arizona I probably missed a couple there Illinois as well FanDuel.com slash Clay that is FanDuel.com slash Clay up to $1,000 no risk on your first wager Okay, gonna start with reaction to college football here Three most significant games I thought in terms of helping to set the agenda for the season going forward. Alabama survived against Florida. What made me a little bit nervous about this, if I'm a Tide fan, they got dominated on the offensive line, got up 21 3, and then the Florida Gators outplayed them from there. Running the football, Alabama did not stop the run and they had the ball run on them quite a bit. Let me give you those stats because you don't see the Crimson Tide get dominated on the line of scrimmage very often but I think that's the part that kind of stands out to me. Florida ran the ball 43 times for 245 yards Alabama 28 times for just 91 yards Gator, 7 more first downs 100 more yards and they averaged more yards per play again little bit ominous for Alabama. We thought coming in that the expectation was Alabama and Georgia were on a completely different level compared to everybody else in college football. And certainly if you watched Ohio State gave up over 500 yards. The Toledo didn't look very good. Oregon didn't look very good against whoever they were playing. Some tiny school uh, from the East Coast. Uh, also, I'm not sold on Oklahoma at all. It's probably the best Scott Frost team from Nebraska has looked uh, but if you think about what Nebraska did when they lost by 8 to Illinois Oklahoma Spencer Rattler really hasn't put everything together so I'm curious what exactly is going on there. But Alabama survives it's a, it's a standard that we have set of excellence for the tie that even when they go on the road and beat a top 10 caliber opponent we don't just expect them to win we expect them to dominate early they did but late they did not we'll see whether or not that is ominous in a couple of weeks with Alabama going up against Ole Miss we'll be down there on the OutKick bus tour by the way appreciate all of you that I met in Gainesville we will be in Nashville my hometown this weekend not a lot of great games and I was excited to go to Georgia, Vanderbilt be here bring the bus I'll have my family there everybody will be able to hang out we've got a great location I'm told right by the football stadium uh, so that should be uh, should be good. Can't wait to uh, check that out and see exactly uh, how all of that goes this weekend. Georgia against Vanderbilt. I'll be live in uh, my hometown of Nashville next weekend. By the way, we'll be at Alabama uh, for the Ole Miss game. Should be fantastic. We are going to be broadcasting live basically for two days from Ennis Free. If you know that bar. Uh, in Tuscaloosa the bus will be pulled up there you can come hang out if you're going to be in town for Ole Miss Alabama you can come hang out with us and then we are going to be at uh, Texas A&M for the Alabama against Texas A&M game down in uh, College Station should be a lot of fun that's the next three weeks of uh, the OutKick bus tour so mentioned Alabama surviving Penn State beat Auburn now look there were some awful officiating in this game Uh, indefensible that you lose control of what the down is you forget the down Uh, that is like basically inexcusable Penn State ended up punting on third down Uh, I also thought there were some questionable uh, grounding calls uh, especially one where Penn State threw deep made no sense they blew the whistle a little bit early on a fourth down attempt Uh, but Penn State wins 28-20 really this game pivoted I thought in terms of who had control of it when Auburn fumbled on the first play of the second half Penn State now two top 25 wins they won at Wisconsin they now have beaten Auburn get a breather I believe this week against uh, Villanova and then they get ready for uh, for the Big Ten schedule to officially begin in earnest given the fact that Ohio State doesn't look very good and that Iowa may have looked the best of anybody in the Big Ten so far Big Ten may be wide open especially with that Ohio State defense UCLA I was already in bed. I didn't stay up for this one. Long day, started in Gainesville finished it at home uh, in Nashville. I didn't stay up for it. UCLA bombed against Fresno State. This means there's only one Pac-12 team left that is undefeated. That is Oregon. Pac-12's playoff uh, hopes on the ropes early especially because we know Pac-12 after dark ends up inevitably afflicting everyone before all is said and done. Also want to mention that there was complete chaos and total unacceptable uh, outcome in the Mississippi State on the road against Memphis game. They spotted the ball it was down and then they allowed Memphis to scoop and run 95 yards for a touchdown was the deciding play. The SEC has acknowledged that they got that one completely wrong. I don't understand how it's possible to make mistakes like this when you have instant replay. Really poor process failure to allow something like that uh, to occur. So, where are we in terms of the top 10 at OutKick? Let me run through my top 10 for you right now at OutKick Uh, and my top 10 is Alabama number one I thought about replacing them with Georgia but Clemson, I should have mentioned them earlier did not look very good against Georgia Tech the Clemson offense is awful right now and so I wonder how good of a win that was for Georgia still so I've got Alabama 1 Georgia 2 I've got Penn State all the way up to 3 Iowa 4 Arkansas 5 now let me repeat why I rank the teams as I do only based on the games that they've played so we're three weeks through I'm only ranking the teams based on the games that they have played and what I have seen so far is Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Iowa, and Arkansas look like the five best teams in the country again, based entirely on games on the field that we have seen. Then I've got Oregon at 6 BYU at 7 don't sleep on the Cougars they are 3-0 and and they could make a run in the playoff race because I know a lot of people aren't paying attention to BYU they're focused on Cincinnati instead Uh, But if you look at what BYU's done they've beaten Arizona, Utah, and Arizona State. They are 3-0 right now against the Pac-12. And they still have games against Baylor, Washington State, Virginia, and USC. If BYU won all of those games they'd be 7-0 against the Power Five. And they would be 5-0 against the Pac-12 which would be pretty impressive you could make an argument BYU could then be the best team west of the Mississippi Uh, we will have to see exactly what ends up happening there before all is said and done but I have got uh, my uh, 6th place team Oregon 7 is BYU 8 is Michigan State Michigan State went on the road and walloped Miami that was one of our picks we got Michigan State nearly a touchdown underdog I told you it wouldn't stun me if they won they went out and got a big win on the road at Miami. I've got Ole Miss at 9 this Lane Kiffin, Matt Coral offense is on fire. Uh, they hung over 60 on two lane. and then I've got the Florida Gators at 10. Alright, that's where I have right now uh, the Outkick Power Rankings. Uh, those are, sorry, uh, my Outkick Power Rankings for the top 10. I'm about to give you my SEC Power Rankings but first I want to tell you about my friends at X-Chair. They are fantastic. It's all about the LMAX Massage and Temperature Regulation exclusively designed and made for X-Chair. This is the most comfortable chair I've ever sat in. Soon as I finish this show I'm going to go do my three-hour radio show and then from the radio show I'm going to do my sports gambling show and then I'm going with Todd Furman and then I'm going to be on Sean Hannity later tonight along the way I'll also be writing and working behind the scenes. I need to be in as comfortable as a chair as possible and this is that chair because once you feel the customized support of X Chairs patented dynamic variable lumbar your back will never be happy in any other chair again and right now you can get this incredible chair that I'm sitting in at xchairclay.com that's the letter X, chair, C-L-A-Y.com $100 off your order X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort xchairclay.com All right, where are my SEC power rankings? Let me go ahead and tell you how I am breaking down the SEC right now. You probably have some sense because I had a bunch of teams in my top 10. Bama 1 Georgia 2 Arkansas 3 Ole Miss 4 Florida 5 Auburn 6 Texas A&M 7 All right uh, LSU 8 all of these teams now have lost a game except for Texas A&M top, uh, top four undefeated right now Alabama, Georgia, Arkansas, Ole Miss I think they've all been challenged at least a little bit Florida, I was really impressed by their performance against Alabama Auburn uh, I didn't think they played poorly at all I didn't like the fourth down decision making of uh, on the fade route I thought that was awful I thought taking a timeout made no sense uh, but I like Auburn at uh, at 6 so far they've been a top half team haven't been impressed with a and I've got them even though they're undefeated sitting at 3-0 right now at 7 I've got LSU at 8 Kentucky who was fortunate by the way to beat Chattanooga for those of you who weren't paying attention I've got at 9 South Carolina 10 pretty consistent drubbing from Georgia Mississippi State 11 as I mentioned Was unfortunate that they lost the game against Memphis based on that awful officiating decision. I've got Missouri at 12 Tennessee at 13 and Vanderbilt sliding in right now at uh, the 14th slot. All right, let's talk a little bit about the uh, let's talk a little bit about last night's game for a moment here. Lamar Jackson finally got the win over Patrick Mahomes. He had been 0-3 had not played well against the Chiefs. Early on it looked like the Chiefs were going to find a way to win but I think you have to give credit to John Harbaugh who asked his coach uh, asked his player a coach who asked his player hey do you want to go for this on fourth down? They ran Lamar he got the first down that allowed them to win and keep the ball from Patrick Mahomes that fourth down decision got the dub for the Ravens important win because the Ravens gave one away against the Raiders early in the season and so early very early statement win I think from the Baltimore Ravens against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs playing everybody tight finally caught up with the Chiefs and I think you have to be a little bit concerned right now if you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan with this defense offensive line I thought has come along well You know you're going to score a lot of points with Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey. That trio is the best in the NFL right now. But I do think that is a, a little bit of a concern right now early in the season is what we have seen from that team so far. How about my Titans? How about my Titans coming from 15 down on the road against the Seattle Seahawks had not been a game that the Seahawks had given up in a very, very long time one of the things that most impressed me about this performance even with Taylor Lewan out and even with Roger Saffold out the Titans still put up 532 yards of offense 33 first downs Uh, great game from Tannehill over 300 yards passing Derrick Henry over 200 total yards rushing from the team that my friends was a heck of a performance to get that win Uh, On the road, ran 83 plays, got the Seahawks defense tired out quite a bit. Big busted run from uh, Travis, uh, from Travis Henry, from Derrick Henry. And also, um, the Titans defense is still atrocious at times, but I thought had stepped up enough, made enough plays down the stretch against Russell Wilson by and large. Titans get a big win they are now a substantial favorite over the Indianapolis Colts who are dealing with a significant injury potentially ankle sprain to Carson Wentz maybe more uh, Carson Wentz couldn't finish the game against the Rams and so uh, if you look at exactly how that is breaking out uh, the Rams got the three-point win over the Colts Rams are now sitting at 2-0 and I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl they were my pick before the season started Continue to get solid performance from, uh, from Matthew Stafford uh, who uh, was, was really, I thought, pretty outstanding. Carson Wentz out. Jacob Eason comes in almost immediately, throws an interception. Uh, a lot of uh, nervousness, I think, among Colts fans about the possibility of starting off 0-3. Um, it's kind of interesting. The Texans with Terod Taylor had been playing really, really well They went on the road against the Browns. Taylor gets hurt in the second quarter. Baker Mayfield uh, gets hurt as well. The Browns got a must-have win over the Houston Texans 31-21. I still say the biggest story from the Texans is the fact that Deshaun Watson remains eligible to play but they're just like leaving him on the roster and not dressing him. It's super weird. Tua injured goes out. The Bills go down to Miami and absolutely dominate. Uh, The Bills who I picked to be my other Super Bowl team coming out of the AFC Josh Allen was just okay but this defense was dominant all day long um, and they never really gave Miami any chances to make plays Patriots look I know there's a lot of people who believe in Zach Wilson but Bill Belichick had him seeing ghosts we hit the under on this game I felt like the Patriots would take over and dominate on the defensive side of the ball and that's exactly what we saw happen four interceptions for Zach Wilson Uh, he's been doing it Bill Belichick has for a long time I thought that Mac Jones continues to be solid Uh, not extraordinary but they should have won week one lost by one to the Dolphins found a way to dominate against the Jets 49ers get to 2-0 Eagles mediocre uh, mediocre performance in general huge win huge win from the Raiders to get to 2-0 going on the road and beating the Steelers Derek Carr is playing phenomenal football right now went for almost 400 yards passing two touchdowns Ben Roethlisberger uh, not happy with the offense already Steelers got a big win last week going on the road against the Bills can't do it against the Raiders Panthers dominate the Saints Jameis Winston was back to the Jameis Winston we're all used to 11 for 22 passing two interceptions Uh, Both awful interceptions sacked four times atrocious QBR the Jameis Winston MVP hype going up in smoke in a hurry. How about the Broncos? Going on the road beating the Jags starting off 2-0 with two straight road victories nice win for the Broncos Urban Meyer and the Jags are already apologizing for their performance Uh, Trevor Lawrence out of the gate I think it's fair to say mediocre at best Uh, 14-33, two INTs Uh, It's going to take a while, I think, for Trevor Lawrence to get comfortable in this offense. Cardinals, right now, you could make an argument that Kyler Murray should be the MVP of the league. Kirk Cousins played well, three touchdown passes, but Kyler Murray, electric, transcendent talent, really fun to watch play. A lot of big-time play potential. Bucks, ho-hum, continue to dominate with Tom Brady. Cowboys, 56-yarder for the win after a disastrous series of play calls and clock management and we've already mentioned the rest of the games I'll give you my top five and bottom five as we've been doing for years tomorrow after Monday Night Football has played the Lions uh, on the road against the Packers I think the Packers will win big and bounce back from that awful performance against uh, the Packers against the Saints in week one but we'll talk about that with Todd Furman here in a bit of a moment Uh, I want to talk to you a minute about the Emmys I didn't watch any of the Emmys last night I was watching uh, the Chiefs game going up against uh, the Ravens fantastic Sunday night football game on NBC but I did notice that every one of the Emmy attendees was not wearing a mask in Los Angeles well why does this matter? because right now we have a mask mandate all over the city of Los Angeles indoors and they're requiring kids ages 2 and up even though there's no risk to them at all to wear masks but all of the elite the sophisticated, educated crowd as one CNN commentator put it all of the elite stars inside of the Emmys didn't have to wear masks at all so again, I want to continue to point out the hypocrisy here, okay? There are rules uh, for the lower class people like you and me and then there are rules for the upper class that they don't have to follow at all and we see this happen time after time after time the people who are telling you how dangerous COVID is aren't actually afraid of COVID themselves at all. Again, indoor, unmasked I don't care whether or not they are vaccinated We can know that the virus can still spread whether or not you are vaccinated. By the way, no social distancing although news came out today that there was never any scientific basis at all to support a six-foot social distancing rule. It was just totally made up. This is what I'm saying. You people out there who are sheep just following the experts don't understand that they are just making up so many of the rules that they are putting in place, and there's no scientific basis for them at all. It's all a sham. It's amazing how many people buy in to this total sham that exists out there as if there is any justification for it at all. But I do think it's significant to look at the Emmys, all of those superstar multimillionaires, they're showing up. And they are saying we don't need to wear masks because we're sophisticated and educated but your two-year-old who's going to daycare does. Your five-year-old kindergartner needs to wear a mask. And this ties in with the mayor of San Francisco London Breed who came out and said that she didn't need to actually wear a mask uh, because and this is a direct quote San Francisco's mayor said I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit and I wasn't thinking about a mask. Well, do you think that the kids want to wear a mask? Do you think the kids are not sometimes feeling a little bit of a good spirit? Do you think that many of your constituents out there might sometimes be feeling a good spirit? Again, the hypocrisy here is what should be so staggering it's all made up. And I want to talk to you about this for a minute. But first I'm going to tell you about my friends at 8 sleep. You heard you need to sleep at 68 degrees turn down the temperature at bed. That's a myth. The reality is everybody has different preferred sleeping temperatures and during the course of the night your body can want it to be warmer or colder depending on how you're sleeping. That's why the Pod Pro by Eight sleep is the most advanced solution on the market for thermoregulation. It pairs dynamic cooling and heating with biometric tracking in the form of a mattress or cover you can put on your existing mattress. Get the Pod, start sleeping as cool as 55 degrees or as hot as 110 degrees. It will also adjust on each side of the bed depending on what the ideal sleep temperature is for you the result, 8sleep users fall asleep 32% faster reduce sleep interruptions by 40% and get overall more restful sleep. The Pod Pro by 8sleep eight, uh, eight so popular it's gotten attention from CEOs, pro athletes and overall high performers like your boy here because good sleep is the ultimate game changer. How do you get your own? Go to eightsleepcom OutKick to check out the pod pro and save $150 at checkout using the promo code OUTKICK again, that is 8sleep.com slash OUTKICK get hooked up today. I want to paint a picture for you. On Saturday night, they had the whiteout at Penn State. 109,000 people inside of Happy Valley cheering on their Penn State Nittany Lions to a 28-20 to 20 win over Auburn. Massive crowd whiteout conditions they may well have been the difference in who won that football game. You know I looked up the distance between Happy Valley that night in Penn State and New York City and it said it was under a four hour drive according to the MapQuest or whatever you call it now Google Maps three hours and 45 minutes apart. Yet in New York City you have to have a vaccine passport to go to a restaurant to go to a gym to go to a movie to go to a bar to go to a sporting event. And if you don't have it they won't allow you access to any of those places. Yet you can get in your car drive less than four hours and you can be in a packed stadium no masks by the way you also are required to wear masks indoors in New York City no masks no masks sitting shoulder to shoulder all your compatriots cheering on Penn State. We live in two different Americas right now. One is free and one you are able to embrace your normal life and the other one you are completely restrained by authoritarian mandates with no basis whatsoever in science. Which do you want to pick? Do you want to be one of the people like me who is sitting in a crowded stadium living your best life hanging out, tailgating hugging your friends high-fiving them when your favorite team scores or do you want to be living in a place like New York City where authoritarians are demanding you show your papers everywhere you go to interact in any way as a part of city life in New York? You need to make a decision And you need to fight for what you support. That is why I am 100% of the belief and I have been for over a year now that everything should be back to normal and that we can't continue to run and hide from COVID. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here the rest of our lives. You either have to get used to it get busy living or get busy dying. This is I believe why college football and NFL stadiums being full are so important because they are sending the message we're back to normal all over the country. Millions of college football and NFL fans, maskless, going to games, living their best life. I salute all of you. Finally, as we begin a week, and there's no telling what disasters have happened and befallen Joe Biden uh, recently, but Kirsten Sinema came out, senator from Arizona, said she's also not supporting the $3.5 trillion bill for Biden. We already know Joe Manchin's not supporting it. Senate parliamentarian late last night ruled Democrats can't include a pathway to citizenship in the $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation. Uh, That happened last night. You've got France, believe it or not, pulling its ambassadors out of the country furious over the new partnership that we entered into with Australia and England that didn't include them. You've got over 12,000 people in Del Rio, Texas underneath a bridge trying to illegally enter the country. You've got an acknowledgement on Friday afternoon that they tried to hide that the drone strike that was supposed to have killed a member of ISIS-K actually killed a completely innocent civilian and seven children related to him in a a drone strike that had no basis that was in an error and killed 10 people. You've got the FDA rejecting overwhelmingly Joe Biden's call for everyone to get boosters for the COVID vaccine. Some people over the age of 65 are going to potentially be getting them. The debt ceiling may or may not be raised. Total mess there. Infrastructure supposed to be voted on by September 27th. It sounds like there may be a delay. Manchin wants to kick everything into 2022 before they make any choices at all. Joe Biden right now is poised for the worst first year presidency of any of our lives and things are getting worse instead of getting better this my friends is a complete and total mess Uh, I appreciate all of you thanks for uh, hanging out with me we'll be live at 430 Eastern 430 Eastern we'll be live with the Todd Furman uh, gambling show we'll break down Monday night football for you Uh, with the Lions on the road against the Packers not a great Monday night football game to be sure we'll talk about the early lines for college football and NFL Week 3 all of that will be coming your direction Uh, but encourage you to go get your bets in fanduel.com slash Clay up to $1,000 no risk and I will be sitting down and doing my uh, show Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show here in about 17 minutes you can go listen live on all of our affiliate stations like over 450 of them nationwide. Appreciate all of you. I am Clay Travis, DBAP unless you need to SBAP.